Welcome everyone to the Inspirational Businesswoman Show. I am so pleased today. I have a very special guest. Her name is Monica Bijou, and we're going to be talking about pivotal shifts to make a bigger impact in life and business. Thank you so much for being here because I know your time is valuable, but I know that if you stick around, you're going to get some really valuable information today from Monica. And we are in a phase right now where everyone is having to make a pivotal shift and there's no one better to help you understand the importance and the power of making a shift than Monica. Now, before we get started, I would love it if you would help spread the word and let people know about this great interview. So I'm going to play the preview trailer and as I do, all you need to do is push that special share button and let other people know about this great interview. And as soon as that is complete, I'll be back here to introduce you directly to Monica. So go ahead and help spread the word. And here we are with the preview trailer. much for helping spread the word about this amazing interview that I'm about to have with Monica. Today's show is sponsored by hangout-marketing.com where you can receive a complimentary live stream marketing assessment. Now this assessment will only take you a couple of minutes and you might even qualify for a complimentary shine strategy session with me where we'll sit down and talk to you about how to use live stream to brand grow and market your business. Now to take advantage of this assessment, all you have to do is text pound success to 775-800-4179. Or if you're out of the United States, you simply can go to hangout-marketing.com and take the assessment there. All right. So let me bring you into meeting Monica today. Now, as I said, Monica is just a powerhouse of energy and information and strategy. And she is the founder of Decide to Move. And she's a fabulous business strategist. She's also a podcaster. She has her own show and she is an author. So she's just got a myriad of information and strategies to share with you today. So what are we talking about? Pivotal shifts to make a bigger impact in life 
and of course in business. So we have three subtopics we're going to be looking at. The first one is limiting beliefs around money. Oh my God, how many of us have that? And around success. Monica's got a great exercise she's going to share with us in that area. Then we'll be talking about pivoting how you show up in life and in business. During this time of, of COVID, we all know that we've had to make pivots. Well, Monica's going to help us understand the power of that and how to do it effectively in your life and business. Finally, she's going to show us how to make a bigger impact, which is why we're all in business in the first place. So Monica, unmute yourself. Come on in and say hi to everyone. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for having me here today with you, Virginia. I am so thrilled to have you, Monica. I have known you now for a while. We've had some wonderful discussions around business and around life. And I just knew that our viewers would benefit by your wisdom and your experience. Now, so much of life experience just comes from living it, doesn't it? Yes. Being in the moment, experiencing things fully. And I have a feeling you have a couple of what I would call defining life moments that really have, you know, put you in a position to be sharing with people what you do today and how you can support them. So let's hear a little bit about that. Go ahead. Most definitely. So my life has been a journey of a lot of just emotional, physical, even sexual abuse. And as I continue to work with a lot of entrepreneurs, business owners, as well as just as a therapist myself, working with other people, I'm finding that more it's not uncommon for us to have experienced traumatic events that's happened in our lives. And oftentimes people struggle with that. For me, my beginning defining moment was at the age of 15. And at the age of 15, my mother put me out. And I remember her telling me that like it was a very abusive home, very physically and emotionally abusive. And she actually told me, she told attempted to tell me where I could not go. Like you can't go by so-and-so's house. And I remember looking at her because like we lived in this apartment building and looking up to her and saying, you just put me out so you can no longer tell me what I can do, can and cannot do. And in that moment, I realized I now have control of what I what happens to me. I don't have to be stuck and deal with someone who treats me unfair, who treats me um, unlike I want to be treated. And it's like, even though that was such a young age, I knew in that moment what I had been through was now over. And so most people go, oh my God, your mom put you out at 15. But I'm like, that's where I found myself. That's where I learned who I was and kind of got my own strength. So even though it was a, a horrible thing to do, it still for me was a the beginning of multiple defining moments for me. So that's one of the beginning where I can honestly say, okay, I can breathe now. Life, it can't get any worse than this. So that's that's kind of one of many. My goodness, I, I did not know that, Monica, about you. So you are, in my opinion, a very strong, very focused individual. And now I understand a little bit about that, but the struggle that you must have gone through to uh, rise up above being so-called put out. I mean, there's lots of psychological issues, certainly that can come from that. And yet you took it to be, I take control of my life. I have the power to direct where my life goes from this point on. 
And so you really rose to the occasion rather than shrunk from it. And that to me is something to be very, very proud of. I know it couldn't have been easy for you, that's for sure. No, it was not. And the second part to that is that, you know, not understanding love, not understanding anything about truly relationships. I um, got pregnant at 16, had my daughter at 17. So having my daughter was the next pivotal shift for me. That was the part where I realized I can stop the trauma, the trauma, the generational trauma that has occurred from my mother, from my mom, her mother, and probably her, my mother's grandmother's experiences that I made it a point in my life that I was not going to allow my daughter that she did not have to go through the, the things that I went through. And that became the part for me where everything I did from that point was to make a point to make sure that my daughter knew what it was like to have a voice, to have confidence, not allow other people to tell her what she can and cannot do. Because I truly believe, and this is something I taught her and I live by that, when I walk through a door, if someone tells me I can't go through that door, it's not because I'm not prepared or that I'm not physically able. It's because they're limiting, like they may have their prejudice or whatever to say, no, we don't want you. But it's not because I'm, I'm limited myself from doing it. And so that's one thing that I've always taught her is that when you walk through somewhere, if you want to go through that door, you're capable of doing it. Uh, society is going to sh shut the door on you, but don't shut the door on yourself. And so that right there was the next part for me to now instill the confidence that I had started getting into a young person that now is a beautiful young lady where we actually have such a great relationship. And I end up writing a chapter about it in the book called Fiercely Speaking um, for that. And so I let my experience become something where I can teach other people how they can actually gain their own confidence and instill pass it on to their children. Wow. That's so powerful, Monica. I can't believe it. And so the, the key that I, one of the things I always say to people is, hey, you guys, if you hear a gem statement, if you hear something that you want to remember, go ahead and type it and let us know what that gem is for you. And you just said, don't shut the door on yourself. That to me was a gem statement and that you're teaching your daughter how to rise above conflict and difficulty and to never, even though people may shut the door on you, don't ever shut the door on yourself. That's my first gem. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. <laughs> and you know, that brings us around to the limiting beliefs because that's really what you're getting at here is don't limit your beliefs. Do not limit yourself. If someone shuts the door on you, you don't shut it on yourself. So let's talk a little bit about limiting beliefs and how they impact us, not just in business, but in life in general, and how we can start to make a shift, which is around the theme of the show in general, around money and success. So go ahead, take it away. Most definitely. So our limit, we're not born with limiting beliefs. I mean, you look at children and they're all over the place. They fall, they get back up and they keep moving. They put one step in front of the other. It's our parent parental expression. Like if a kid fall, they look at their parents or their caretaker to determine how they react. And if they're like, oh my gosh, then the kid's like, oh, ah, you know, kind of thing. So Though that's where the limiting beliefs starts, where we actually put our own fears, our own thoughts, our own feelings as adults onto little people. And then that starts getting them to the point where they stop 
thinking that they're good enough. Our own insecurities, we bleed that, we put that into our children. So as adults, when we have limiting beliefs, I always have my clients, I ask them, where, where's, that, where's that thought coming from? Because it's time for us to stop the recorder, hit rewind and start a new thought, a new process, something different that you wanna to say to yourself instead of something that's been taught to you. I've had clients that are like in their 50s, 60s, and they'll have these, the, the things that they're saying to me, I'm like, I, I'm hearing a pattern. Can you tell me where that's coming from? And they almost, it's such a habit that they they don't even remember. And then when they start thinking, they go, so I'll say, whose voice are you hearing when you're, when you're, that thought is coming to your mind and be like, oh my gosh, that was my father. Oh my gosh, that was my mom. Or, oh, that was like, they actually are able to identify who the person was that said it. So I'm like, okay, so if you can go back to that little girl or that little, you know, that little boy at that time, what would you actually say to them as an adult? So it's like, I'm beginning to like help them be able to say the real stuff because their parents may have told them, oh, you can't do this. You'll never be nothing or you're not. And I've had people tell me that, you know, when I had my daughter, um, I ended up not being able to go to high school. So I got my GED and I was told you wouldn't become nothing. You wouldn't have anything. You probably have more kids. Mm, thank you. Two masters. About to finish my doctorate soon. Couple books. You know, and so I, you know, I just let, I laugh at people. I let them tell me, okay, thank you. Um, but I choose to not allow other people's limit, their limiting beliefs impact me. So anyone who's struggling with limiting beliefs, the first thing to do is identify where is that belief coming from? Because you didn't tell it to yourself. You were not born with those limiting beliefs. So who's beliefs are you hearing? The second thing is, because most people believe what they're being told. I, I ask them, so the person who put that, instilled that in you, how honest and truthful are the, is that person? Are they always right? Is that person, everything they do in their, their life correct? And if the answer is no, then do you think that there's a possibility that they're not right in this situation? So I, I love start that. <laughs> their thoughts, right? And they're like, oh my gosh. It, it's kind of like a shocker for them to actually think, go back and think about that. It's like, no, no one's perfect again. We're not always right. And if that person's in their own space, what are they doing with their lives to say that they, that that's true for you? And that's the part I start helping people really start breaking apart their limiting beliefs about in life. Um, and then the exercise that we'll talk about shortly is something that I now have people do. So instead of them telling me, oh, I know that I'll be rich, I'll be famous, I'll have this, I actually do this exercise. And then from there, I can actually tell them that they have what their limiting beliefs are and help break some of those patterns. So, um, oh, yeah. Good so stuff. Good stuff. Because I think that so often we, we don't focus in on where that belief might have come from. I mean, it's just sort of like been with the person for eons, so to speak, in their life. And they haven't really thought about what I loved about what you said was, whose voice are you hearing when you think that? Because we just associate our beliefs with ourselves, not realizing that so many of them do come, that we do, we are born with a blank slate. And we don't have preconceived ideas, you know, as you say, children are naturally joyous and um, they're inquisitive and they're curious. And that's often what's taken away by other voices, not by their own. So 
Yeah, that's that's very exciting that you're able to do that for people because to me it almost looks like a big yarn, a big ball of yarn that's all raveled up with, you know, wrapped around this belief. And when you un untangle it or take all that off and you get to the core belief, you find out it has nothing to do with you at all. And as you say, it could have been passed down for generations. So exactly. great, great for you. First of all, you were stopping that generational challenge in your family by changing and shifting the way you relate to your daughter. That's mm -hmm. huge. And now you're doing it for your clients in ways that I'm sure are making a big difference in their life, um, helping them attract more money and feel more successful. And don't you think the, the sense of success comes actually first before the money? I'd love your feedback on that. It really does. It starts with the mindset, actually, and everything you do. Uh, a person can say, and I've actually interviewed from just my podcast, but just even working and talking to other entrepreneurs, you can actually say all day long, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a million dollars. You can work really hard on getting that money, but it's not something that you're going to sustain because you don't really believe it or feel that it's actually yours. It doesn't belong to you or it's a hoax, or you had to work outside of yourself, outside of your comfort to actually get that. So it's something that doesn't get sustained. So when you're thinking about everything, first it starts with the mindset of how you feel about money, success, and those things. And Virginia, you're absolutely right. With success, it depends on what the person says. Like some people can get earn one get one dollar and their like their first client that they pay them one dollar and they're like oh my gosh I feel so successful yeah. because it's what you feel and think it is not what other people tell you success looks like it's yeah. what you really feel and think it is and from there you start adding the other things also do you feel that you're worth whatever you're going after? Do I feel like I'm worth success? Do I feel like I'm worth five figures or six figures or seven figures? Some people don't even feel like they're worth that. Yeah. And so it all starts from the very beginning of that. Yeah. It's, it's really a matter of determining your value yes. and you have to establish that, but you're right. I love the idea that, yes, some people are super excited because they got paid their first dollar. Mm -hmm. And they know that's the start of their journey and they're very excited about it. So yeah, it's all in the mindset. And uh, I come, let's move that into pivoting on how you show up because that's the key, isn't it? How you show up each and every day is really sort of what establishes the foundation for how you move through your day and therefore for the expectations you have for each and every day. Yes, most definitely. When someone is getting ready to make a pivot, that means you're getting ready to make a change. When I think about pivot, I'm okay, I'm going to use sports as an analogy because I love basketball. I can't help it. I like sports. But when you think about a basketball, if anyone ever watched a basketball game and you'll see the person with the ball will stop and they have one foot planted while the other foot is moving around attempting to find either another player to throw the ball at or to take off again. But one foot is planted. So when you're making a pivot, you want to have one foot grounded while you're deciding on what your next step is. But either way, they never stop. They don't just stand there. They're making, they're, they're doing something. They're taking action. So when you're starting to pivot, it can be one simple thing as, as make a phone call today. I'm, I'm, I have a goal. I have a dream. I have a vision of what I want to do. So my, I might just pick up the phone and make those phone calls to find out 
what things are required for me to whatever your your goal is what do i need to do another thing is even just writing down the goal taking one action step each day will help you start making that full pivotal shift in your life especially and in your business just standing there and thinking about it is not going to make a help you make a pivot at all whatsoever <laughs> you know that's an interesting point because the other side of that might be, well, sometimes we just need to calm and quiet and back off in order to make a decision to take the next best action. So you are right on as far as pivoting is concerned. I love the analogy for basketball, by the way. Uh, yeah, one foot is planted in your, on your foundation and the other foot is moving, looking for the next best step. So um, that's the only thing I would add to that suggestion is be ready to pivot, but also have an opportunity to reflect, which is that pause, so that you can sense, well, what is the next best move for me? What do you think about that? Most definitely, because that foot planet consists of grounding yourself. It consists of your prayer, meditation, whatever you need to, and actually to stay connected. And I, for me, I am a prayer. I'm a meditator. I, I, it helps me stay grounded and always ask, okay, what's the next step? What do I need to do now? Okay, where do I go? Because, you know, for, my faith is very big for me in my life. However, some of my clients, they, whatever they, their motivating factor or whatever they need to help them make that adjustment and that movement, that's what they need. But just even being, people don't realize even just being still is an action. Oh, so well put. I really just wanted to tie that all together because when you think about, well, you need to move action and take action, not just stand still, but meditating, going inward, asking the right questions, waiting for and, and, and being open to information and guidance, which comes around your faith. Uh, those are equally important actions, even though they don't look like actions. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's where people like, I got to go, go, go. No, go, go, go does not mean that you're running out the door and you're doing this. You sometimes just being planted and you're asked. So think about, let's use the basketball analogy. You're planted, you have one foot planted. That means you're meditating, you're praying and you're asking. That's the action. I'm asking what's my next step, asking what I need to do, just going in that space. So you're still taking action while you're grounded and rooted and where you are. Because at the end of the day, you have to be true. And one of those actions could be even figuring out who you are. When you have been going from limiting beliefs to pivotal, people lose the sense of who they are. And there's so many business owners out there or coaches out there, therapists, just different people that are out there telling you what to do, what's the next step. But some people don't take the time to figure out who you are in order to help you make that correct step that's gonna make, that's gonna benefit you. For instance, I do not like, like I like talking in the camera. Like I like doing Zoom, I like interviews. So doing Zoom lives is perfect for me, but just holding my phone up and doing Facebook lives, it's not, I don't like it. To yeah. me, it just, it, it just doesn't, not that it doesn't feel comfortable, I just don't like it. So if somebody was to tell me, hold your phone and do 10 Facebook lives, you know, in a week, I wouldn't do it. Not because I'm being rebellious, but it's not, comfortable for me but if they said oh use your laptop and then maybe in the evening you know do like use your laptop and go live 
or whatever, I'd be like, okay, yeah, I can do that. Because there's something about talking into a, a computer is more comforting to me than my phone. Yeah. So the person has to really know who you are in order to help lead you there. Well, sometimes before a person can help you, you have to know who you are yourself. So that way, you know, what feels right and comfortable for you as well. So that's going into that inward place to really discover I've gotten rid of these limiting beliefs. I know that I'm now ready to define my purpose or make that pivotal shift. Who am I and how do I want to look when I show up? Yeah, so important, Monica. Uh, you know, really what you're saying to me that I think is a little more unique, maybe what differentiates you as a strategist, a business strategist, is because people think when they're going to a business strategist, okay, I'm going to get strategy. I'm going to get, you know, the steps I need to take to grow my business, right? And yet what you're saying is it's really important when you start working with your clients that you back off a little bit from that first to get really clear on who the person is, how they feel best operating, so to speak, and also exploring what might have held them back up until now. So you can help them unravel those limiting beliefs so that once you've got that done and they're clear on who they are, now they're ready to take the steps and use the strategies you're gonna provide for them. And chances are, they're going to go forward a lot faster because you've done this preliminary work. Is that right? Most definitely. I'm my own client. You know, people say, who's your, who's your avatar? Who's your client? And I'm the type of person that when I'm comfortable doing something, as soon as I get off the phone, because I have my have been several business coaches, I if it's comfortable and it, it resonates with me, I get off the phone and I go take action. But if someone is telling me something that's not resonating with me, that means that they haven't taken the time to figure out who I am then it doesn't resonate with me. And then I'm just like, oh, okay. And I won't do it. And it's not, and it happens subconsciously without me realizing I'll get out and I'm like, oh, okay. And I, so and I, a lot of all my clients, I'm not going to say a lot, majority of my clients are the exact same way. That's, those are my kind of clients that I love working with where they come to me, they may say, okay, like for instance, I had a, just even yesterday, I had a client that called me and they were interested in getting some information about how they should do their book. Like they wanted to do like a journal book. And my question is, what do you want it to say? How do you want, like, besides just saying we're going to create a journal book and I can give you all the strategies you want, I needed to take and help her take a step back and say, how do you want that book to look? Do you want it to be where they can just write? Do you want it to be quotes and affirmations? Do you want to have thought-provoking questions or do you want it to be, she's like, I didn't think about all that. But that's the kind of stuff that I really help them take a step back and say, how do you really want it to look? Instead of just giving you a strategy, get off the phone and say, okay, goodbye. Because you're not going to be, it's not going to resonate with you. And you're not going to be successful if, it, if it's not something that you can get behind. Yeah, you're just making some really important points. And I think for anyone who is listening, I hope you're writing down some gems because I'm hearing all sorts of them. And if it doesn't resonate with you, you're not going to do it is one of those gems. So as a coach, or if you are someone who works with other clients in some way or another, and it wouldn't have to be in coaching, it could be some other service you're providing, just remember that what you're offering must resonate with them or they're not going to be embracing it. And so you can be of greatest service around understanding 
what it is that really resonates for them taking the time to do that. And I think that's so important. For instance, if you're selling something else, that's part of building a relationship and establishing rapport with people. And then the sale can come easily as long as what you're doing or what you're offering is in alignment. So it really is about alignment. And I think that's going to lead us into this third topic. And then I know you're going to do a little exercise for us, but let's think about this then from the standpoint of pivoting how do we make a bigger impact? What are some of the strategies that you suggest to people that are fairly universal that help everyone make a bigger impact? So first thing is, you know, really figuring out to make a big impact, who are you? Simple question, who are you? How do you want to show up? People know that I love to, I like to dress. Like, you know, I have my jeans, my t-shirt, my sweatpants and stuff like that. But whenever someone sees me at an interview or whatever, they know that I'm going to probably wear a dress or a nice, you know, something that's cute or fashionable or whatever. That's just what I've been told. When people see me at networking events, they see the exact same thing. So they're never confused how I'm going to show up. It's not surprising to them when they see me with a dress on or, you know, a nice slacks or something like that, because that's just who I am. That's my brand. That's how I show up. I'm always about knowing who I, I'm getting grounded and knowing who I am and showing up as that person. So to make a big impact, you have to be clear of how you want to show up. You don't want to confuse your audience. You don't want to even confuse yourself. Now, if your audience is into jeans and a t-shirt and a hat, that's what you wear. You're being authentic and true to you and your right clients are going to come. Do not be a chameleon. Do mm -hmm. not shift and change every single week yeah. attempting to please everyone because in the end, you're going to please no one. Right. And when I, like when I have my podcast, I'll have people, because it's video and people ask me, well, how should I show up or what should I wear? I'm like, whatever your audience will connect with, because I'm going to dress the way I dress. It's not, you dress the way that's comfortable for you and your audience. And mm -hmm. the, at the end of the day, that's what matters. And they're like, oh, okay. Because it's not about me. I'm not there to one up or one down anyone i'm just going to be myself and be authentic in everything that i do because i like to sleep good at night i mean who me sleep with friends <laughs> <laughs> well and you know the other thing is that your first impression that stays with people mm -hmm. and so they grab that first impression and then they make an impression they you've made that impression on them so they've taken that in and so then to change it later is, as you said, either confusing or it's not in alignment. So you need to think about this first, first exposure, so to speak, is what you're talking about. Yes, most definitely. First, like your first impression. The other thing I'm going to tell people, and this is kind of probably like a little pet peeve of mine, and I see it happen often whenever, and, and I've actually seen brand strategists talk about this as well, that whenever you have photos and you're getting ready, like you go through stages and you've made a big, huge change, change your photo. I've often seen people that like are way older. We now, they have salt and pepper hair, but their picture is like, they have you no know, blonde hair, it's flowing, it's locks, and then their hair is short and gray. And it's like, that was taken 40 years ago. And so then <laughs> automatically, and you know, you've seen it when oh, a person yeah. business card, they're looking at you and looking at it and it, it diminishes your credibility. If you're not happy with your current looks, 
there's so many, I mean, I don't know what to tell you, embrace who you are. Because the thing about it is people are going to eventually see that. They're going to see, look at your business card and they're not going to remember because I know now it's important to have your face on your business card. So if I see your business card, I'm going to remember, oh, okay, yeah, that was, that's Virginia. Okay. I remember what she did that. So, so and then other people, I'm like, hey, who was that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I can't connect it because their picture and them do not look anything alike. And so they, you end up losing connections because you're not showing up being authentic. You're holding on to a past. And in that last past picture, when you had, when you were looking super glamorous to yourself, did you have limiting beliefs? You're holding on to something that did not have you be free. And you're stuck in the past instead of currently where your current state is. So then how do you expect your clients to move forward with you when you're still stuck with something from before? Yeah, that's another pack your bag moment, you guys, isn't it? How many of you have thought about that? Do you need to update your image? Do you need to update your picture? Is everything congruent and in alignment? Just sort of think through that and ask yourself those questions so that you can be in a position to really make a bigger impact and to make the impression you really want to right from the start. So super great ideas, Monica. Thank you. So do you have a short exercise that you wanted to share with us? I do. I Yay. do. And if you could do it with me, Virginia, so it's going to cause for people to close their eyes. Okay. And so what I want you to do is if those that are listening in your car, I recommend that you take and kind of put a timestamp on the time of this exercise. And when you get home, play it and if so i don't want you driving or anything else like that because you will have your yeah eyes and we're thir we're 34 minutes into the interview so great and so then i want you to get in a place where you can actually be comfortable and take about like a couple minutes where you don't um won't be interrupted because this this exercise is actually a full exercise that i call um the road to self-discovery I'm just doing a really short version of just giving you two pieces out of a multiple things that you'll get from actually doing this full exercise. And you can always um, book a strategy call with me and I can get you scheduled and we can actually do the full exercise if you like. Wonderful. So what I want you to do is if you are, when you're sitting down, have both of your feet planted, you're going to uncross everything. So you're going to put your hands in your lap. Okay. You're going to put your feet on the floor. So you're basically opening yourself up. And then I want you to take a deep, nice deep breath in your nose and out your mouth and continue to do that until you feel comfortable and then close your eyes. You're already closed. Continue to breathe. Now I want you to imagine yourself on a road. It can be any type of road. While you're on your road, I want you to See everything that you see, feel the ground, what color is it, what kind of road it is, if it's new, if it's old, everything there is about that road. Look to your left, look to your right, see if you're, what you're surrounded around and start walking down that road. Oh, I was already driving. <laughs> you're walking. Okay, got it. Now that you're on your road, I want you to turn around and notice everything behind you. Now turn back on your road and continue to walk. 
And as you're walking on this road, off to the side, you'll notice a cup. Go over to the cup and pick it up. Notice everything there is about that cup. The feel of it, how heavy it is or how light, the color, what is it made of? Just notice everything there is about this cup. Now I want you to think about, does this cup feel like it's yours or someone else's? And then make a decision to take the cup with you or leave it there. As you're walking down the road, you notice a key. Go over and pick up the key. As you pick up the key, notice everything about that key. What's the weight of the key? What does it look like? Does it feel like your key or someone else's key? Now make a decision to take the key with you or leave it there. Get back on the road and continue to walk. And when you're ready, take a deep breath in your nose and out your mouth and then open your eyes. Did that feel relaxing? Yeah, and um, beautiful. I was in a beautiful place. So I'm going to interpret your stuff for you. Okay. Your Virginia's interpretation. Okay, so tell, describe your road to me. Well, the road uh, is a beautiful, very clean, very um, fairly new road, um, nice and smooth, and easy to walk along. Okay, so when you look behind yourself, what was it like before then? Well, behind myself is still beautiful scenery, and um, it, I liked where I was coming from. So your road, and when you look behind you, that describes your life. So you've been pleased with your life and how you've been. Oh, okay. Your, your road represents how your life is now. So it's smooth, and it's it feels good, and it's comforting, and you're really enjoying your journey. Yeah. So your road is your journey and where you are. Okay. So, and is that true? Are you currently at that place where you're enjoying your life? Oh, of course. Yes, I am. Yeah. And so, and I've had people who have real bumpy roads, they'll have dirt roads. And then when I'm telling them, they're like, oh my God, that is so true. That's kind uh -huh. of where I am. Yeah. So now your cup, describe your cup to me. Well, my cup kind of surprised me. It was a beautiful, um, bright yellow and it was made of enamel. I've never seen a cup like that. <laughs> You said it was made of an animal? No, enamel. It was a yellow oh, nice. enamel cup. And yeah. did you take it with you or did let I, you I it took there? it with me. I looked at it as a gift. Yes, it is. <laughs> so your cup represents money. And you look at money as a gift. You don't take advantage of money. You don't throw away money. You actually look at it as a gift. So you cherish and appreciate what money brings and the value that it actually has for your life and for others. And so it's not something that you like just go here's money, let me toss aside or just feel like, okay, take it for granted. So it's something that you actually treasure. Oh, love so it. That's, that's your, your viewpoint when it comes to money. Okay. Now what about your key? Well, my key was um, big and golden and it felt like it, it had a, um, you know, like a big ribbon 
attached to it. So it felt like something that I should put on around my neck, which I did and took it with me. <laughs> yes. And so here's the thing that's great about that. Your, your key represents success. And what's the great thing about it, you have a ribbon around it, which represents something new. So you've been successful and you appreciate success, but now you're about to get on a new journey of success that's different and even better than what you've had before. Okay. So that's, and, and here's the beautiful thing about this. People are like, oh, I'm going to make my key. When you're in your subconscious, as you got to see, you're in your subconscious. And so when you're doing these things, you can't create what you want to create. You can't go in there and be like, I'm going to make my cup beautiful. And then go in there and you be like, how did I end up with a solo cup? Yeah. I'm a cup end up leaning up doorways because this is your subconscious and it tells you the truth. And what I end up doing is when I have people go through the full thing because I have them, it helps them understand their boundaries, understand, you know, how they're showing up in the world, how they actually um, think about themselves how far do they see their future? It's like a full gamut that I take them through. Mm. As we start working together, when they do this exercises again, it changes without them attempting to change. Like yeah. my sister one time when I did it with her a long time ago, she was like, I'm going to try this. I'm, I'm going to make my, paint my house or I'm going to pick up my cup. And when she did it again, she's like, man, my cup, I love my cup again. And because <laughs> she did not, she did not value money. Like literally she will waste if she get $5, guess what? By the end of the day, her $5 is gone. Uh -huh. And so no matter how, you cannot make yourself do something that your subconscious is like, no, it's not. So that's why I love doing this exercise because I don't need people to tell me yeah. what they want. I actually can see if they're prepared for what they're looking for. And I help them get develop the mental mindset and the strategies to actually become what they, their eventual goal is. Oh, so. Monica, that is a fabulous exercise and I know that was just a short version so mm -hmm. I hope all of you watching whether you're live here or in replay really share with us what your experience was what was your cup like did you leave it behind I almost left mine behind by the way and then I said no I want to take this with me <laughs> and that's what people do right when it comes to money it's something that is really like even if you wanted to like take your cup with you and you you and it's not like you're not at that place, you would have left it there. I have some people their cup will be like a a red solo cup, you know, and they'll take it with them. It's be and it comes and as I'm doing their interpretation, they're usually like in the process of getting their finances together. So it's kind of like it's been a throwaway thing, but they're like, you know, there is some value there. I'm, I'm learning, I'm growing. And you can see the development that eventually their cup turns into porcelain and something like that's mm. very beautiful. And it's like, huh, I did it, you know, yeah. kind of. So I do that with all of my clients to help them. And in fact, I have one of my private clients. She actually um, has, she's a coach herself. And so I'll end up going into her group and doing this exercise with her group and, the last time that I did it hurt, like there was people in there crying as I interpreted the full thing for them. And mm -hmm. they're like, oh my gosh, this is something I wouldn't have been able to tell other people without you breaking it. I mean, like, it was just amazing to see the energy and the stuff that people actually come out. So yeah. they can feel free to uh, schedule a call or have me interpret their cup and their, uh, their key for them so that they can see where their success is and where they are with their money because usually if you're leaving your key there you don't feel like it belongs to you 
yeah. that's where the feeling is or your money you're getting it but you don't feel like it's really yours or you deserve it mm -hmm. it's you behind limiting beliefs that you have around those things oh yeah that's just fabulous so yeah write all this to everyone put put what you did in the comments and uh, monica will be able to see those and then if you want to set up some time to have her go over it with you or maybe you'll type a few in the comments yourself monica Most but definitely. you also have the opportunity she's already invited you to just get together with her briefly and she'll interpret for you so that's a wonderful offer but that leads us to the gift that you have today so i'm going to put the link up for it for everyone monica's, monica's gift she's going to talk about it all you have to do to pick this up is go to hmtips.com forward slash monica gift hmtips.com forward slash monica gift monica go ahead and tell them why they need to get onto this link right now yes and so it goes into everything we're talking about this gift is called mindset to action and it literally takes you through figuring out where you are in your mindset and then taking you through different strategies that you can take in order to execute action most times people get stuck like they have an idea but they don't really know how to actually put everything what they want to do into action so this is like a 68 page ebook that i've uh, put together so that way you can actually go in there, look at where you are with your limiting beliefs and things that are stopping you from actually taking action to make that pivotal shift in your life and your business. So I love it. Mind sh mindset to action. And that's what yeah. Monica has been talking about this whole interview. It all starts with the mind. And then she's taught you about pivoting and moving in directions that are maybe more supportive of the person you want to be and how you want to show up so that you can make a bigger impact. That's what this is all about. So that is a great gift. Once again, go pick it up at hmtips.com forward slash Monica gift. Go get it right away. So Monica, I want to thank you so much for being here today. Before we sign off, I always like to give you an opportunity to share one last thing or idea that you want to emphasize so that when people go home, they act upon it or they make a new decision or they have some really good juicy tidbit that you can just help them end up with. So what would that be for you today? Yes. So one thing I always tell a client to think about is that you can either be a product of your environment, meaning things happen to you and you stay stuck, or you can be a fruit of your labor, making action, taking steps. And I always end it with decide, decide to move. That is what my business is all about. It's helping people be able to go from the mindset of thinking about it to actually moving in the direction of where they're destined to be. The only person that can actually limit to you, limit you, your parents or whoever raised you, had you for 18 years. After that point, it's up to you. You're the one that's raising yourself. You're the one that can determine where you go and how far you go. So stop allowing yourself to limit yourself. Don't close the door on yourself. It's time for you to open that door and step out and step up. Step up and stand out in the way that you are meant to be by being true and authentic to yourself. Oh, brilliant, brilliant words. Thank you so much for sharing so much valuable information. This is one of those interviews that I really want to encourage you all to go back and listen to again and really start to write down some of the gems that Monica shared with us because these are all gems that can shift you. 
that can help you set up for a really powerful pivot. So again, you can make a bigger impact in the world. Monica, thank you for making such a big impact here today. And I know you are continuing to make a huge impact in the world. And it's wonderful for me as, you know, one of your friends and, and people that uh, I've gotten to know really nicely over the last six months to realize we all have that opportunity. Will we step into that? Will we really step into our power and show up the way we want to be seen in the world so that we can make a bigger impact? I think so. Monica's really established the foundation for that today. And again, thank you so much for being here, Monica. Thank you so much for having me, Virginia. All right, you all go out and make it a great week and I'll look forward to seeing you on the next Inspirational Businesswoman Show. Bye-bye now. Bye. Thanks so much for watching today. Do you know someone who would be a great guest for our show? Or would you like to be a guest on the Inspirational Businesswoman Show? Let's shine the spotlight on your expertise. We'll share your story while offering tips, strategies, and advice to our viewers. Expert interviews are a great way to build your reputation as the go-to expert. Go to shinetips.com forward slash IBWS to apply today. Women are waiting for your message and I can't wait to interview you.